Hello again, welcome back to another MLEX podcast. I'm James Paniki, the Brussels Managing Editor here at MLEX, and today we're talking solar panels. They're very much part of what many expect to be the planet's renewable energy future, but the policy framework surrounding both the production of and trade in solar panels is indeed tricky. And nowhere is this more apparent than the EU's trade policy settings, which deal with the importation of solar panels from China. The EU has been imposing hefty and controversial anti-dumping tariffs on Chinese solar panel imports since 2013. Dumping, of course, is when a foreign good is sold at below the cost of production or below the price at which that product is sold on its domestic market. And when dealing with China, things are complicated further by considerations of what should be considered state aid or state backing. It's a regulatory labyrinth, which only the very best trade reporters in the business can understand. And we have one such reporter here in Brussels. Her name is Poppy Carnell, and she's MLEX's chief trade correspondent. Hello, Poppy. Hello. Now, why is this case so important? Well, when the European Commission opened this investigation, they said that the value of the case was 20 billion euros. Um, since then, some industry experts have said that that was an overestimation. But still, it that meant that it was the, the most uh, valuable trade defence case in history for the EU. Um, so that in itself um, brought a lot of controversy. Um, but also the, the EU is um, a global leader in terms of fighting climate change and one of its goals is to have a strong renewable energy consumption. And of course putting tariffs on solar panels was a conflict um, of interest for the, for the EU. So it, it really... It was very important for so many different sectors, for so many different companies. Um, and in 2013, you may remember seeing um, headlines of um, a threat of a Chinese trade war because it was such a valuable case also to the Chinese. And it really rose to the, the highest political ranks um, and negotiations were had between uh, the, the EU and China on how to avoid having a trade war. The problem within the EU, we see that at a lobbying level as well, don't we, within mm. the EU? Because on the one hand, there are obviously the, the producers of solar panels here who want to be protected from uh, what they consider to be unfair, cheap imports. But on the other hand, you have those who want to import Chinese solar panels who feel that this is, is really putting their own operations at risk. So we see the two sides... Of, of the debate within the European Union itself. Absolutely, yes. Um, it's a real battle between the, the users of the panels and the installers of the panels versus those that make the panels here and are competing with the, the Chinese rivals. And what your recent reporting has, has focused on has been the minimum import price. Let's talk mm. about what we mean by minimum import price for, for these kinds of solar panels. So there are different forms that you can have a minimum import price within a trade defence um, mechanism. Um, the Commission can simply set a minimum import price, meaning that for that country, let's take China in this, in this example, and any Chinese products that um, have to be sold in the EU must be at that certain set price, and it's set by the Commission. But if they sell a good below the minimum import price, then they face a tariff. And usually that tariff is capped. There's another form of minimum import price, which can be in the form of an undertaking, which was used in 2013 for this Chinese solar panels case. That meant that Chinese solar panel producers signed up to an agreement with the, with the EU 
um, promising that it wouldn't sell below a certain level. And you actually had to sign up to the agreement and your company would be listed and named. So, in so the, the individual company would be listed. Absolutely. Yes. And then so when the customers are looking, they can check whether that company was actually listed in the undertaking and therefore they didn't face the tariffs. So if you're, if you're in that document, okay, you don't have to pay any tariffs. If you're not in that document, then you pay the tariffs. And the tariffs that were set in 2013 were up to 64.9%. So very high tariffs. And so we'll talk about the proposed changes of the Commission in just a moment, but, but what were some of the criticisms of this old system? Who felt particularly aggrieved by the way things have been managed up until now since 2013? Actually, there's been a number of um, parties that haven't liked this system. First, some Chinese companies have actually voluntarily left the undertaking. They've said that it's been too restrictive, and it's meant that um, operations in other countries has been affected by it because there are strict rules that you have to follow um, under this agreement. Um, but likewise, European companies have been um, very upset with it, in, including the European producers. They didn't like the index that was used. The European Commission, without going too technical, the European Commission would use the Bloomberg index for setting its price. Its minimum import price would change every quarter or be reviewed every quarter. Um, and they said that it, it was unreliable. It wasn't um, taking into account the, the global picture of um, solar panel prices. And so they actually asked the, the commission to, to change the mechanism, but the commission refrained um, a, a couple of years ago. Okay, so what's the difference between the current system, uh, which we've really just outlined now, and what the commission is proposing? This is based on a draft plan, which you've uh, had the chance to see. Well, first of all, they will no longer be using the Bloomberg index. They will instead be using an index called PV Insights. Um, the Commission believes this is the most reliable and the most used by the solar industry. Um, but also the aim of this mechanism is different to the undertaking that it had from 2013. They want by September 2018 to have a minimum import price from China that will remain. They basically want to bring the Chinese prices in line with the EU market. And in so doing uh, would be able to reduce tariffs, is that correct? In fact, by September 2018, there will no longer be tariffs. So the aim of this is to bring the Chinese prices into a fair level with European prices by then, so then tariffs are no longer needed. How will this minimum import price impact the EU market, do you believe? Well, the European Commission believes that it will provide um, a more balanced market um, in the EU. They think that it will be a fair price for both European producers and for the Chinese suppliers, while at the same time remaining open and uh, allowing the, the supply of Chinese panels to, to come to Europe. However, if you speak to um, the European producers themselves, um, EU ProSun is an association which represents European producers, um, and they say that it will be a disaster for their companies because the minimum import price will be below the cost of actually making the panels. So they're saying that they just won't be able to compete and that many companies will close and jobs will be lost. So, so what do they want? What do the European producers of solar panels want? What policy settings would suit them fine? Just high tariffs? Uh, <laughs> I think secretly they would love to have high tariffs. Um, but no, I think that they, they just want to see um, a fair price. They're saying that they, they want it to be a higher price that would reflect the, the cost of production. Um, and actually they would step away from using PV Insights and they want to 
have a mechanism which represents the sort of technological advances that um, have happened in in the last two decades in the solar industry. Um, but just to finish the sort of schools of yeah. thought on on the impact for the market, um, Solar Power Europe is another very vocal group, and they represent a whole range within the, the solar industry, so installers and users, but also companies such as Siemens, IKEA, LG, and some Chinese companies such as First Solar and Trina Solar. So it's a very big group. But just to show you the, the, the conundrum that the Commission faces, they say that the minimum import price is too high, um, that it, it will be damaging for, for the European market in, in the meantime while we wait until September 2018, um, because companies will hold off investment, they say, until they get the lower prices, and that could really stall the market. So you can see one group is saying it's too high, the other group is saying it's too low, and the commission is mm. stuck somewhere in the middle. Poppy, it's a great story. Thank you for spending so much time working on it. Thank you, James. Poppy's most recent report on the ongoing Chinese solar panel saga was published last week, and it was titled Chinese Solar Panel Minimum Price to Drop 20% by July 2018, Draft Plan Shows. And Poppy Carnell is our chief trade correspondent, along with Joanna Sapinska. Poppy covers the trade beat in Brussels for MLEX. And from the entire Brussels Bureau, thank you very much for your company today. I'm James Paniki. I'll see you again very soon. Bye for now.